Okay, Boker Tov, everybody. So we're continuing with the Yaret HaRamban, and we were in our discussion about the dangers of arrogance and the value of humility. So here, now Ramban starts to give us some practical advice, some practical direction, how to uh, be able to act in a humble way. So Ramban says, So now I'm going to tell you, how does a person act with this character trait of anava, of humility? To always follow this midah of ha'anava, the midah of humility, to always go in this way. Number one, all your words should be spoken softly. This is the principle that we began the Holy Garrett, the whole letter with. The that all your words should be spoken always softly, without getting angry, without speaking loudly, without raising your voice. So that's so Ramban when now when he wants to list the methods of how a person displays, demonstrates his midah vanava. So he begins with that uh, midah of uh, speaking softly, with that action of speaking softly. And here in the Perchesh Roshanim edition, he quotes from the Gemara Masech Gitin that a person said that a person should never behave in a way in his home that makes the members of his household afraid of him. So Rashi there explains what's the problem. Because when the members of the household are afraid, so then they're going to fear. And if, if they get caught, if, they, if you're, they're accused of something, so then their natural reaction is going to lie. And once a person lies, many other averot can follow. However, if a person speaks softly, speaks with patience, so that he doesn't scare the members of his household, they're not afraid of him, he speaks in a gentle way, so first of all, he becomes humble. And second of all, he allows other people to be honest with the way they're feeling. They can, they can express themselves. They can tell the truth because they're not afraid of the consequences. So therefore, in that case, then they're saved from many other Averot and the truth will eventually come out. So that's what um, he explains over here, the idea of kol yu banachat. Okay, so then Rabban continues. So what else should you do? V'roshcha kafuf. A person's head should be bent over. He should be slightly bowed over. Your eyes should look down. A person, should, when he's walking, his, his head should be a little bit bent over. His eyes should be looking down. He shouldn't be standing tall and straight and completely erect and proud. That's not the proper way to walk. It's not the proper way to stand. And his eyes should be looking down at the ground. However, his heart should be soaring towards the heavens. So even though his eyes are looking down, his heart is always directed up and always moving up. So he quotes here, Rabbi Foyer quotes a, a very important Gemara, where the whole, this seems to be this um, whole discussion is based on. So the Gemara there says, when praying, one should train his eyes downward. He should always look down. That's what seems to be Ramban's statement is based on. Mostly based on Tefillah. As it's written, the Pasuk says, My eyes and my heart shall be there all the time, meaning looking down at the, at the people. However, likewise, he should focus his heart heavenward, so he should focus his heart up till Shamaim, as it says, Let us lift our hearts with our hands to Hashem and Shemaim. So when it comes to the eyes, the eyes go downward, which in our terms, applying it to us, would be looking down to the ground. And when it comes to the heart, 
the heart is always directed up towards Hashem. A person's feelings, a person's di- direction, dedication are always directed up towards HaKadosh Baruch Hu. So he explains here how this all applies to, applies to tefillah. So when it comes to tefillah, when it comes to prayer, so the tefillah experience, it, if it really becomes an encounter with HaKadosh Baruch Hu, which is what it should be, meaning man is coming face to face with God, so now a person has contradictory emotions or contradictory experiences that are happening at the same time. On the one hand, when he stands before the King of Kings, he's awe. He's, he's overwhelmed by the awe of Hashem. The majesty of the Creator, he, he recoils, he, he steps back, he jumps back in trepidation of fear of HaKadosh Baruch Hu. However, a different feeling comes to his heart at the same time. He feels closeness to Hashem and he's overcome with a sense of boundless love. His heart, as he says here, his heart leaps for joy. He's thrilled at the opportunity to communicate directly and personally with the eternal master of the universe. So these are the two feelings that a person is feeling. On the one hand, he's in awe. He's feeling humbled in front of Kadosh Baruch But on the other hand, his heart leaps with joy. So he says, in order to pray effectively, you have to strike a balance between those two things. Between the feelings of humility, the feelings of of being in front of HaKadosh Baruch Hu and the awe that a person has. So perhaps that is what is meant by that his eyes should be facing downwards because he, he's gripped by these feelings of humility and the feeling of awe, of reverence in front of HaKadosh Baruch Hu, which was part of the process actually of the humility. And then on the other hand, his feelings of connection to Hashem, excited, directed towards Hashem, and never for that, his heart is constantly moving upwards. In order to pray properly, a person has to have this balance between the feeling of humility, of awe of HaKadosh Baruch Hu, and at the same time, his heart is directed towards Hashem. His heart is being lifted up towards Hashem. So he quotes here from Rabbeinu Yonah in his, in his commentary on Masachet Brachot, so who explains this, this idea further of having the eyes facing down, the heart facing up. So when a person prays, he must visualize himself as standing before Hashem's celestial throne. It's a very, very important idea. When it comes to having kavanah, people are always struggling, thinking, how do we have kavanah? So Rabbeinu Yonah says, what do you do? You imagine that you're in front of a celestial throne. You're in front of a, a throne of kings. All the way up in Shammai, a person imagines that that's where he is. So, however, in order for a person to be able to do that, for his, his mind, his heart to be up in Shammai, up in the, in the heavens, so he has to make sure He's not weighed down by any mundane affairs. His financial worries, business problems, all those things that are taking up his mind space, they all get in the way of being able to lift his heart up to Shemaim. So therefore, before he begins praying, Rabbi Yonah says a fascinating thing. He says that he has to look downward and discard all his earthly concerns. What does it mean that his eyes should be down? He puts all his concerns, all his thoughts, for the duration of the tefillah, he puts all his thoughts, his concerns, his financial worries, his, all those things, he puts them down on the ground. And then the earlier generations had a saying for this. He quotes the saying, If a person wants to concentrate on Kavanah in his tefillah, Separate, so to speak. Distinguish, take apart, take, take apart the soul from the body. Strip the soul of your body. Separate the neshama and the guf. Only then can a person, Rabbi Yonah continues and says, only then can a person's heart be free to go straight up. So a person releases himself, a person eases himself from all his physical 
and material worries and thoughts and concerns in this world, and then his eyes are free, sorry, his heart is free to be able to soar up to Shemaim. So that's the balance that Ram, Ramban is here discussing, where his eyes are facing down, but his heart is facing up to Shemaim. That's how a person achieves humility. A person wants to become humble, he acts with humility. As he acts with humility, with his eyes facing down, and his heart facing up in Shemaim. Okay, have a wonderful day, everybody. Call to